Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. I say greetings, greetings, greetings to everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this week for another episode of Empower to Empower Others. Before we get started in this week's lesson, I want to take the time to celebrate our listening audience all over the world. I want to say a special shout out to those who are in Congo, those who are in Nigeria, those who are in Russia, those who are in India, those who are in Australia, those in the UK. I'm not going to call everybody, but I want to thank you for the increase in your area. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much um, that you're sharing the podcast with other listeners that they may also be empowered. So this week, our topic is consider your choices carefully. Consider your choices carefully. One thing we have to understand That when we're making a choice, we have to seek clarity, clarity about what we really want versus what seems convenient. We have to consider the consequences. Consider the consequences. Consider the consequences of what will happen if you choose to do a specific thing. And then... Only then do you make the choice. Often we find ourselves making decisions and choices based on physical needs or our emotional instability. Can we just say ouch and and amen? (laughs) And often these things don't even align with God's plan for us. They don't align with God's plan. And so the question really is, are you, are you choosing wisely? Are you choosing wisely? And we're not always doing it. Grateful for those who are in the room. If you'd love to join, I'd love to have you. Um, press one and I'll bring you in the conversation. When we look at the word of God, one of the top scriptures that comes to us when it comes to making choices is found in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Uh, Apostle, what you saying? Just what the word said, (laughs) just what the word said, when you're considering making a choice, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. And so often when we're making a choice, 
We're doing it with our own logic. We're doing it with our own understanding. But this word specifically says, lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and allow him to direct your path. Okay, Apostle, what do you say? I'm saying that all of the choices that we make as believers should be made only by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Only through our intentional conversation with God should we be making a choice. Because if we're seeking clarity about what to do, what not to do, when to do, or when not to do, that's when we rely on the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us as a believer. And when we consider the consequences, we all know that anything that we do in our own flesh generally causes pain. Anything we do in our own flesh that does not align with the word of God or the spirit of God will not work for our good. The word tells us that only what we do for Christ will last. So if what we're choosing to do is not aligning with that and it's not being done for Christ, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. And so what are we doing? What are we doing? When we're making these choices. God bless you, Deacon. Angela, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Apostle Valerie? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. What do you have to share? Say, I know in my um, own life, I have not always leaned into listening to what the Holy Spirit wanted me to do. As I have matured in Christ, I've learned to pray and listen to him prior to making decisions. And so mm-hmm. I feel like now I'm making better decisions than what I initially made when I was younger Amen. because of that process. Amen. Amen. And and you said something that's very essential. We've got to be willing to mature in the things of God. The word says that when I was a child, I did childish things. But when I became a man, I put away all that foolishness. That same thing applies when it comes to making our choices. Because as children, we make choices based on what we want, what we saw on social media, what we saw on television, what we saw our friends had. And we said, oh, what we saw the the, the newest, newest hair phase was and the newest clothes phase was, we wanted that. And we chose that because of something that we saw. We didn't think about asking. We didn't care how much it cost because we were dependent on our parents or our or Mima or Papa or Grandma or somebody to pay for what we wanted, and then we got it. As a child, we didn't think about the consequences of our choices. But as we mature, as we grow in the things of God, we realize that we cannot do whatever we want to do. We have to lean and depend on God and allow him to direct our path. And it's not. And really I would say, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> in terms of um, relationships, too, you know, often we want to just date whoever looks good to our flesh or what have you, without really asking Holy Spirit is this person for you. And even when selecting a mate, I know I've told my daughter to really pray about that process and not just select someone that um, you're attracted to. You want to make sure that your purpose 
purposes are aligned and that that's who uh, Holy Spirit would have you to be with, not just who you want to be with. Girl, you can preach that right there. You, Deacon, you can preach <laughs> that right there. You can preach that right there because that's going to help some people because there are a lot of people searching. They're searching for what they want or what they feel they need and not really considering what it is the Spirit of God is saying, what God is saying, what God wants your choice to be like, look like, sound like, all those things. And then we look at the Word of God in 1 Corinthians 10. Verse 13 says this, No temptation is overtaking you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. Even when you're getting ready to make that choice that's contrary, that's, that, that, that's a part of the temptation that any of us may experience on any given day, God is even saying then, if you would utilize the gift of the Holy Spirit that's been given to you, I will help you out in that situation. But we have to trust God. And I think a part of it, Deacon, is that we just, we want God when we get in the hard space, but we don't want God when it comes to making choices for us. We want to do what we want to do, but then we want God to always bail us out. Right. When things go left, then it's like we want to pray and cry and ask for help. But honestly, we should be asking for help from the beginning of the process. From from the beginning all the way through, we should lean and depend wholly and solely lean and depend on God because he is the author and finisher of our lives. There's nothing that catches him by surprise. Nothing. There's nothing that catches God by surprise. And so, you know, when you say, well, this just happened, it, it, it just happened. I mean, I didn't really choose it. It just happened. No. Whether we consciously or subconsciously enacted that situation, we made a choice. And some things happen because of commission. And some things happen because of omission. If you choose not to do something you know you need to do, that's on you. That's still a choice. Ooh. That's it. About that. That's still, <laughs> That's still a choice. Well, I knew I should. I know I shouldn't talk to him anymore, but I'm not going to tell him. That's still a choice because you still left the door open when God told you close the door. That's it. That's it. Are we asking the Spirit of God for clarity? In all things, or are we again just asking for clarity in the things that matter but don't matter? Or flesh things, we don't want clarity. We want to see, we want to suit the flesh. Financial things, we want him to give us all that. Give us those pieces that'll bring wealth into my house. Give me those pieces that'll help me get that house, get that car, get that new job. Give me the favor and all that that's aligned with that, but I'll need you to help me pick my man. I don't need you to help me pick my woman. I got that. <laughs> I don't need you to help me with that, God, but I need your help with this other stuff. Right, and what people don't realize is that marriage is really to edify the kingdom. He brings the husband and wife together to to help and edify his kingdom on the earth. 
And that's the whole purpose. But a lot of people don't realize that. It's not just about what we want. You preaching. You preaching, Deacon. <laughs> you you preaching. And, 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 you know, even when we look at it from that perspective, and that's not really, well, I guess Holy Spirit wanted it to go that route. But when you when you talk about what you need to do in making the choice about seeking the clarity and considering the consequences and then choose, the fact of the matter is when we're entering into these relationships that are not sanctioned by God, the consequences won't only affect us but it'll affect those that are close to us. You know, especially if you're in a blended family and you you go into something that's not ordained of God, it's not just going to affect you, but it's going to affect the children. It's going to affect the in-laws. It's going everybody will have to suffer the consequences because you made a choice based on something you wanted versus making the choice carefully according to the leading of Holy Spirit. Earlier today when we were in in service with our son, the preacher was sharing the account of um, Daniel in the lion's den. And we talk about that story often, but when he was reading how the, uh, the guys who had launched the attack against him and wanted him to be eaten, not only were they put in the den, but their wives and children. And so because they were so forthright and wanting to bring accusations against someone that God found favor in, not only did they suffer, but their wives suffered, their children, their bones were crushed, and they were all consumed. And so their choice cost all of them their lives. And we wouldn't want to think to do any of that, but it, it can happen when we are not seeking God for clarity in the choices that we make, when we're not considering the consequences of who could be hurt by this choice that I've made before making the choice. Other people can be devastated by the choice. And so we have to be so mindful, be so mindful to enlist the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us in every choice that we make. And yeah, every mm-hmm. choice that we make, because somebody was like, every choice? Every choice that we make. And sometimes people think it's crazy. Like when you say, well, I'll be asking the Holy Spirit about what clothes to wear, but you do. You might not think you're talking to him, but when you go in your closet and you look at six different dresses and you try on three different pair of pants and then you finally decide, I'm going to wear this, you think you chose all of that by yourself? <laughs> no, ma'am. I'm just saying. As beautiful as you were, Angela, did, when did you know you were going to wear what you wore? <laughs> right before I put it on. <laughs> Right before you put it on, right? But but in your mind, in your mind, you were going through your closet. What what am I going to wear? How do I want exactly. to present tonight such that I can look like the beautiful lady I am but glorify God at the same time? Amen. What am I going to look like? <laughs> Honey, I'm telling you, y'all, this is a real thing. We have to consider our choices carefully. We got to see clarity. 
We got to consider the consequences and then make the choice. We can't do it based on what we need physically. We can't do it based on our emotional instability because sometimes when we get in our feelings, we just want to be pacified so we make wrong choices. And Ooh. not only can the, uh, the choices we make affect our present, it also can affect our future, and it also can affect us for generations to come, our children, our children's children, all of that. So it is very yes. important, and we have to yes. make wise decisions. Absolutely. 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 And so when making these choices, when you're considering and asking for clarity, don't be afraid that sometimes making the choice of no, I won't, I can't, it's okay. Because every opportunity presented to you is not always an opportunity presented by God, by the Spirit of God. It's not. And so you have to be discerning when making your choice. And I remember one time you said um, during Bible study, it's not about making a good choice. It's about making a God choice. And I thought that was just so profound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not. Because sometimes we'll do a good thing that's not a God thing. And we have to be able to recognize the difference between that. The Spirit of God wants us to consider and make choices carefully. He wants us to enlist the Spirit of God to do all things. He wants us to really lean and depend on him and lean not to your own understanding. Trust God. Allow him to direct your path because the word tells us that the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. If he's ordering your steps and he's telling you to lean not to your own understanding, but to let him do it, do you understand how simple it would be then to make a choice about anything? Recognizing that you're just the vessel, but it's the spirit of God that's working through you, that God would be glorified? That's the epitome of not I, but Christ in me, being made manifest. When we are choosing as led by the Spirit of God instead of choosing according to our own desires. Whoo! Deacon, this hit me. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. This is hitting me. Brothers and sisters, I pray that this has encouraged and empowered you. I pray that this dialogue has given you something to think about when you are confronting an opportunity to make a choice. Don't just choose it because it looks convenient. Don't choose it because it looks easy. Don't choose it just because it has a lot of dollars and cents attached to it. Choose it only as led by the Spirit of God. After you've received the clarity that you've considered the consequences and then move, again, as led by the Spirit of God, If I were a woman after money, I was presented an opportunity to go to the U.K. to minister. They were offering me the flight and the hotel accommodations and a stipend that was nice thousands of dollars. If I was just chasing money, I would have been like, I'm there. But I did not. I sought clarity from the Spirit of God. 
I considered the consequences of the yes, and I said no. I said no because it wasn't my assignment. Brothers and sisters, sometimes you have to choose to say no and understand what it is the Spirit of God wants for you and from you because I promise if you're faithful, to do what it is that God has placed you in the earth to do. If you're faithful in being obedient to what he said, there's nothing that you will lack. No good thing will he withhold from you. But you got to make the right choice. Deacon Angela, thank you so much for spending time with me this evening to share this word. You're welcome. Listeners, join us again next week where we'll be back with another relevant kingdom teaching to empower you. And remember, once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.theempowermentplace.org. Or you can find us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to connect with you. We love you with the love of Lord. God bless. Until next time.